0: Welcome to News and Views with Tom Lamprecht. The stories you've heard and the ones you need to hear. And if they're not going to come to the border, I'm going to take the border to them in Washington, D.C. It's nice the state of Texas is helping them get to their final destination. Frank James has been charged in Brooklyn. What is happening Harris? But Elon Musk... Twitter... He says he wants to buy it. The impact of Russia's war... Countries across the world... Rising food prices... High inflation... Your life, your values, your voice... This is News and Views with Tom Lamprecht on Talk 96.3 and 103.7.
1: All right, welcome in. It is News and Views for a Thursday, Monday, Thursday. Happy Easter, everybody. By the way, just a uh, little point of uh, clarity. We are taking off Good Friday and Easter Monday. We'll be, uh, after today, we'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, Speaking of the Brooklyn subway shooter, Frank James He is being held, and uh, the prosecutors up in New York said, please, no bail, and it looks like that uh, request will be fulfilled. This guy's got a long rap rap sheet, and uh, again, I mentioned this yesterday. A lot of folks have brought up the fact that uh, Twitter and Facebook left him on even though he was uh, saying all kinds of vile things, threatening shooting people. Uh, The guy's just, I mean... Now, wait for it. He'll, he'll do the insanity plea, and they'll probably put him in a mental ward, and uh, he'll probably, uh, he'll probably, uh, well, let me put it this way. If this guy was a white male, <laughs> uh, he'd be under the jail. It'll be interesting to see what happens to this guy. But nonetheless, they are uh, saying no bail, and it looks like that's what is going to happen. President Joe Biden was at uh, North Carolina A&T State University in Greensboro earlier today, uh, lying to the American people, lying to the people of North Carolina. I mean, I'm sorry. It's the truth. Am I disrespecting the president? I'm trying to clarify exactly where he stands. Biden promoted legislation being uh, considered by Congress that the Biden administration says will boost technological innovation and U.S. competitiveness against China. I mean how, how dare this guy bring up competing against China when he and his family have sold out America so his family could get rich being paid off by the Chinese I mean it's it's uh, it's infuriating uh, the guy ought to be investigated well fortunately hunters being investigated hopefully that will carry over to the big guy pop Biden urged Congress to pass the legislation, separate versions of which have passed the U.S. House and the Senate, are being resolved by congressional conference committees. Uh, officials have said the legislation, this is out of the News and Observer, if it sounds like it's uh, puffing um, uh, Joe, officials have said the legislation will help the U.S. overcome the global shortage of microchips, blah, blah, blah. Biden said the U.S. economic growth, uh, strength, national security are both online He said large companies are ready to invest in American workers. How about uh, the oil industry? I mean, that was our biggest money-making national industry probably, and yet uh, you've killed it, Joe. Uh, If Congress passes uh, technology and competition legislation, uh, we'll be in. Listen, uh, there is nothing this guy does for the economy that helps. I mean, he's still saying, you know, pass Build Back Better, so we can get inflation under the under control. It's uh, programs like Build Back Better that is causing the inflation. From day one, Biden says he has operated from a principle made in America. Other presidents made similar promises, Biden said, but it's only been lip service. What a load of crap. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, listen, Trump actually passed all types of deregulation and tax changes that brought numerous companies back to America that had gone overseas. And what does Joe do? He reinstitutes the regulations, and he changes the tax code to punish companies. I I mean, Joe, uh, these guys think if they throw out a slogan like Made in America or Build Back Better, everybody's going to swoon and fall at Joe's feet. It ain't happening, Joe. The American people are a little too smart for that. By the way, um, you know, again, was it uh, Churchill? I I, I always confuse this quote with somebody else. I think it was Churchill. You know, if you're 20 and you're not a liberal, you have no heart. If you're 50 and you're not a conservative, you have no brain. Even the young people are getting a Joe. Biden's approval rating, this is out of The Hill, a Gallup poll, Biden's approval rating among younger generations of American voters has declined, according to a new Gallup poll. The new poll found that Biden's approval rating among millennials and Generation Z respondents had dropped nearly 20 points since the beginning of his presidency. I mean, the guy hasn't only been, I mean, how long has he been in there? 13 months? 14 months? 39% of Generation Z respondents said they approve of the job Biden has done as president a 21-point decline from 60% of respondents who approved Biden's handling of the job when he first took office. 41% of millennial respondents said they approve of Biden's job as president, a 19-point decline from 60% of respondents who approved of his job as president uh, through the months of January and June of 2021, his first months in the White House. Um, What is surprising about this, though, is... I don't know if more younger people, more younger liberals have decided not to align themselves with the party of the old goats, but along party lines, this, this did surprise me a little bit. 30% of Generation Z respondents who identify as Democrats said they approve of Biden's job as president. 52% of independents approved. 18% of Republicans agreed. Uh, the, the independence number is what surprises me uh it's um interesting too that Gavin Newsom out in California and this all comes together this all dovetails together California proposes ban on sale of gas vehicles by 2035 that's only 13 years from now the rule would fulfill a 2020 executive order from Gavin Newsom California regulators unveiled a plan to ban the sale of new gas cars by 2035, today, the state's latest effort to combat greenhouse gas emissions. Now, where do they think the energy is going to come from, the electric energy is going to come from, to charge these batteries? The plan from the California Air Resources Board called for 35% of new car sales in the state to be battery or hydrogen powered By 2026, according to CNBC, the board will vote on the proposal in August. Uh, Why not liquid uh, gas? I mean, they do that in in India. They've been doing that in India for the last 20 years. Uh, It works just fine. And we have plenty of natural gas we could use. The order, if enacted, would represent the realization of Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom's September 2020 executive order, aiming to ban new gas and diesel vehicles by 2035. Pull away from the gas pumps, Newsom said, let us no longer be victims of geopolitical dictators that manipulate global global supply chains and global markets. We don't have to worry about that, Gavin, if we had a president like Trump in there who was actually, had everything pumping along really nice, so much that we not only didn't have to depend on the despots and the terrorist nations, we were an exporter. these morons act like uh, that that we don't know that (laughs) that our only option is depend upon guys like putin sales of electric cars are rising in the state representing roughly eight percent of total sales in 2020 and more than 12 percent in 2021 according to cnbc yet as paul harvey used to say here's the rest of the story this is from a new york post article in late november of last year Hunter Biden's investment firm helped broker a 2016 deal that gave a Chinese state-backed company control of massive African mine rich in cobalt, a mineral essential for the production of electric car batteries. In 2016, an investment firm founded by Hunter Biden with several Chinese partners was cut into a complex $3.8 billion transaction that transferred 80% of Congo's uh, Tenki Fujimrum mine from an American company to Beijing-backed China molybdenum. President Biden, Hunter Biden's father, was the sitting vice president when the deal was struck. The mine is one of the world's largest sources of cobalt, and the China's control of the mineral presents a critical vulnerability to the future of the U.S. domestic auto industry, uh, industry. Biden's White House reported in last June. A White House spokesperson said that Joe Biden has no knowledge of his son's involvement. Yeah, right. <laughs> what a liar. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I know people say, well, you got to respect the president. The guy's a liar. The guy's a crook. His family is raking in money and they're selling America down the river. I mean, Joe Biden's son, Hunter, needs to be thrown under the jail. They were willing to be bought off by the Chinese. They care about Biden's, the Biden family and no one else. Pardon my bluntness. They don't give a damn about the United States and our freedoms, our Liberty and our economy. And Joe Biden has the chutzpah to go up to Greensboro and say, Oh, you know, we need to pass my technology legislation so that we can be competing with China. You got to ask yourself, does he, does he want us to compete with China? Um, and, and w- would we actually be competing with China? Because I'm convinced, just as Hunter Biden and the Chinese got this cobalt mine, they, they they're gonna they're gonna do everything for China because China has the Bidens on the payroll. White House Press Secretary, Secretary Jen Psaki is now blaming the rising cost, inflation, aka inflation on a Republican governor who implemented a new policy to combat the expected surge in illegal immigration into the United States. As a result, of Saki's boss and his administration ending the use of a pandemic-era policy that made it easier to expel illegal aliens. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has ordered state troopers to conduct additional inspection of commercial trucks At the U.S.-Mexican border in response to the Biden administration ending the use of Title 42, which will officially end in May, federal law enforcement officials are now having to brace for dealing with up to 18,000 migrants per day on the U.S. southern border in response to the Biden administration's decision. Saki slammed Abbott's attempt to secure the Texas-Mexican border something that the Biden administration has largely failed to do as evidenced by the overwhelming surge of illegal immigration that has occurred under Biden, releasing a statement on Tuesday that blamed Abbott for rising prices across the United States. In that statement, Saki claimed Governor Abbott's unnecessary and redundant inspections of trucks, uh, Transiting ports of entry between Texas and Mexico are causing significant disruptions to the food and automobile supply chains. So it's not only his fault because of inflation, but it's now if there's a supply chain issue, it's the fault of uh, Greg Abbott. Delaying manufacturing, impacting jobs, and raising prices for families in Texas and across the country. Local businesses and trade associations are calling on Abbott to reverse his decision because trucks are facing lengthy delays, exceeding five hours at some border crossings, and commercial traffic has dropped as much as 60%. The continuous flow of uh, illegitimate trade and travel and CBP's ability to do its job should not be obstructed. Abbott's actions are impacting people's jobs and livelihoods for hardworking American families. Listen, so basically it has nothing to do with Biden's asinine policies. I mean, I would liken it to, you remember all those stories about the thugs over in the West Coast going into all kinds of stores, especially like the Walgreens, they would go in with shopping carts and literally in broad daylight in front of employees, just taking armloads of stuff, putting it in the in the baskets of these uh, uh, shopping carts and just walking out the front door and not paying it. I mean, it's happening over and over and over again. Well, Saki's, uh, Saki's, uh, I thought that this is Abbott's fault. It's like, Walgreens saying we've got to raise our prices because we're going to have to hire really hard-nosed security to keep these thugs from stealing. What would Saki say? Well, Saki would say, "See, inflation. This is this inflation is being caused by corporate America because they're charging more because they've got to hire security to keep from being robbed." I mean, it's that kind of asinine logic that she is using here—that this is Abbott's fault. Abbott is trying to secure his border because Joe Biden won't. By the way, speaking of which, 21 states are now suing the Biden administration under uh, Title 42. That rollback that's supposed to take place at the end of May. Frankly, the question ought to be, why is there only 21 states? More states across the country are suing the Biden administration over the decision to rescind Title 42 public health, health order. And again, if you're not familiar with t- Title 42, and a lot of people just talk about Title 42 without explaining it, very simply, it's a CDC deal. Um, the President uh, Trump put it in effect, I think it was in 2020, saying, look, no border crossings because of you're, you're gonna bring in this uh, COVID virus. And, and again, the hypocrisy. Yesterday, the CDC comes out and says, you gotta keep, got to keep the masks on when you're in the airplane, but we're going to lift title 42. So all the illegals can just come waltzing across the border. Now 21 States are suing. The case was originally brought by Louisiana, Arizona, and Missouri, but a new amended complaint filed Thursday in the U S district court in the Western district of Louisiana adds 18 more States as plaintiffs. Um, a number of those States, North Carolina, by the way, is not in those States, as you can imagine with, uh, Roy Cooper in uh, the governor's mansion and uh, Josh Stein in the attorney general's office. Uh, in addition to Florida, new states joining the lawsuit Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Kansas, Kentucky, Mississippi, Montana, Nebraska, Iowa, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Utah, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Uh, what's also interesting is they are getting complaints from Democrats. Uh, including uh, Cuellar from uh, Texas, including Joe Manchin from West Virginia, and others. So uh, this complaint uh, and this lawsuit is bipartisan. Now it's you know ninety nine percent of the folks that are suing are Republicans, but even there are Democrats that are saying, "Wait, this is this is nuts. This is crazy. What are you trying to do? You you are on." The wrong side. You are on the enemy side. You uh, and again, I think these morons think you know the the way we will turn America into a socialist slash communist country is they think by bringing in millions of illegals and then handing them the, that's that's the next thing that's going to happen. You know when they give them all these perks. The next thing they'll say, well, look, these people are taxpayers. They ought to be able to vote, right? That's going to happen next. Don't hold your breath. Joe Biden, he hates America, but he loves the Bidens. He loves the money. Hey, we got to take a time out. Stay with us. Much more to come. News and views for a Thursday continues right after this.
0: back to the show that really makes you think he is a genius he's all-powerful he brought a kind of heat he could be the best just don't hurt yourself okay more news and views on talk 96.3 and 103.7
1: welcome back in april the 14th 2022 157 years ago 1865, boy, that was a day in American history. This was the day that President Lincoln was shot and mortally wounded by John Wilkes Booth while attending the comedy Our American Cousin at Ford's Theater in Washington, D.C. Then 110 years ago in 1912, so that was 1865, in 1912, the Titanic went down on this day. 716 people survived. 1,517 died in the icy waters of the North Atlantic. So, uh, two bad tragedies on April the 14th. And, uh, of course, uh, tomorrow is Good Friday, where the death that was a good death because it uh, bought our salvation, the death of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Um, Take a look at your weather forecast for this Easter weekend. Tonight, thunderstorms followed by occasional showers overnight, a low of 53. Tomorrow, sunshine with some clouds coming and going, a high of 73. Clear skies tomorrow night, a low of 48, a little cooler tomorrow night. Saturday, cloudy in the morning, then on and off rain showers during the afternoon. Some sunshine coming in and out as well, a high of 76 on Saturday. And then uh, Easter Sunday. 70 degrees with some uh, partly cloudy skies and some partly cloudy means partly sunny. So all in all, not a bad-looking Easter weekend. We're talking about uh, the border and uh, Joe's idiotic uh, decisions on Title 42. Not only does Joe Manchin want 42 to stay in place, and not only has Joe Manchin talked about the fact that we need border security, Now, Senator Maggie Hansen, a Democrat from New Hampshire, Senator, recently touted, uh, I'm sorry, uh, toured two sections along the U.S.-Mexican border, and has called for more security and uh, let's rebuild the wall. Joe, you're now you've already lost touch with reality, but your administration is totally out of touch with even members of your own party. How out of touch are the Democrats? The truth of the matter is, many of the Democrats are losing touch with reality. I mean, their cognitive abilities are going down in flames. Now, longtime Senator Dianne Feinstein, according to the New York Post, is showing clear signs of cognitive decline According to a new report, leaving her colleagues in Congress, scrambling for ways to persuade her to retire before her terms expired in 2024. By the way, she has said, well, she has filed to run for reelection in 2024. Well, could she have possibly have filed? She's filed paperwork with the Federal Elections Commission to run again in 2024. I'm surprised you can do it this far ahead of time. Um. It's bad, it's getting worse, one Democrat senator told the San Francisco Chronicle, which also reported that a member of the California congressional delegation who has known Feinstein for 15 years recently had to reintroduce themselves to her repeatedly over a discussion lasting several hours. So one discussion the last several hours and you're having to reintroduce yourself several times within that same discussion? There are other stories out there that say the same thing, that people that meet Dianne Feinstein in the hall, people that they have known her for years, have to introduce themselves like they're introducing them for the first time. Two senators who spoke to the Chronicle told the outlet that while they believe Feinstein partially recognizes them, she may not be able to recall their name or home state. Several members of Congress defended Feinstein's ability to do her job with 82-year-old House Speaker Nancy Pelosi saying she has not noticed a decline in her fellow Californians' cognitive abilities. How would Nancy notice anything? she, She is two steps behind Feinstein. The only difference between she and Feinstein is Nancy's got a cocktail in her hand. It's not the first time Feinstein's mental accruity has come under scrutiny. In November of 2020, the Democrat participated in a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing with then-Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey. During her line of questioning, Feinstein repeated word for word an inquiry that Dorsey had already answered. So she asked Dorsey a question, and later in the hearing, she asked him the same exact question. One source claimed to the publication that Senate Majority Leader Chuckie the Clown Schumer has had several painful conversations with Feinstein about stepping, stepping aside only for her to soon forget the discussions had taken place. (laughs) You listen, you don't have to worry about offending the woman because she's not going to remember anytime you offend her. And listen, I laugh. It's sad. I mean, we have all known people that have gotten into this position. It's sad, but what you do is you don't stay as one of the leaders in the United States Senate, You don't occupy the White House. Others have said it. This is not original with me, but shame on family members. Benny has said it numerous times. Shame on family members that allow this to happen. During the Judiciary Committee hearings for Amy Coney Barrett, Feinstein bungled several questions Then praised Chairman Lindsey Graham for presiding over one of the best set of hearings that I have ever participated in. She got crap thrown at her from Democrats for saying that. Now, maybe, maybe she was sincere and knew what she was talking about. And she really thought Lindsey did a good job. But uh, chances are, you know, that's one of the things that happens when you you lose cognitive ability is uh, you lose your filter. And you bluntly speak the truth. I mean, we've all heard old people say something very blunt about you know, oh I don't like the way that person looks or their the clothes they're wearing, oh how gaudy they are and they'll say it right in front of the person. Well Amy Co- I mean uh, during the Amy Coney Barrett hearings, Feinstein blew it and accidentally spoke the truth that she liked Lindsey Graham. Now this is interesting. How old and crotchety are the Democrats? Think about this, the leadership of the Democrat Party that are currently in office, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Dianne Feinstein, Chuckles the Clown Schumer, Bernie Sanders, Patrick Leahy, James Clyburn, Steny Hoyer, eight. They are arguably the top eight leaders in the Democratic Party total cumulative years 645 (laughs) the average age 80 years six months now this is scary this is scary now and and you know the aocs are in there licking their chops thinking just give it a few more months a few more years and they'll be slipping on banana peels and uh, they'll be out of here 645 years, 80 years, six months. And what, I mean, you've got a couple of up-and-coming leaders that are younger. I mean, p- people say, well, Kamala Harris. <laughs> uh, come on. Uh, if, if she's your shining example of a young up-and-comer or AOC, uh, boy, y'all are in deep trouble. You are in deep tr- Is it any wonder That Gallup poll, the Generation Z and uh, millennials are looking at the Democrat Party and particularly Joe Biden and say, "Uh, no, thank you. No sale. Fox News is reporting the Republican National Committee unanimously voted to withdraw from the Commission on Presidential Debates. What took you so long? What took you so long? Rona McDaniel, who's been on this program before, three cheers for her. Listen, the RNC has gotten the shaft, the, the Republican presidential candidate has gotten the shaft for decades. The RNC clarified that it is not moving away from the presidential debate format, but rather it's objecting to the Commission on Presidential Debate's control over the process. I mean, they need to come up with just a whole new, a, a legitimate bipartisan body. I mean, people think that uh, well, that the, they brand themselves. It's the same, the, the League of Women Voters and the, the uh, Commission on Presidential Debates, they act like, we're nonpartisan. We have no dog in the fight. We just want a fair and open debate. What a load. What a load. I'll just leave it at that. What a load. <laughs> Debates are an important part of the democratic process, and the RNC is committed to free and fair debates, McDaniel said in a statement. The Commission on Presidential Debates is biased, yeah, and has refused to enact simple and common-sense reforms to help ensure fair debates, including hosting debates before voting begins, and selecting moderators who have never worked for the candidates on the debate stage. Today, the RNC voted withdrawal from the biased uh Commission on Presidential Debates, and we're going to find newer, better debate platforms to ensure that future nominees are not forced to go through the biased um, uh, Commission on Presidential Debates in order to make their case to the American people, she added. The RNC went on to list a number of complaints with how the CPD, the Commission on Presidential Debates, handled previous elections such as not hosting the first debate in 2020 until 26 states had already begun early voting. The RNC also complained that the majority of the CPD's board members had publicly disparaged Donald Trump prior to the debates. Former President Trump presidential campaign made many of the same complaints during the 2020 election. The Commission on Presidential Debates has yet to to respond to the RNC. Listen, I'm all for debates, but these presidential debates are a joke. I mean, especially when they do the primary debates and they have everybody up on stage. But when you get to the general election, quite frankly, uh, a a town hall that allows the candidates to come out and speak um, in in a long format segment. I mean, allow them to speak for, you know, when you get to these presidential, if you're going to have both candidates on the stage, give them 10 minutes and give the other candidate five minutes. And turn off the mics. I mean, if if it's not your turn to speak, sit down, shut up, and turn off their mic. Now, I mean, a lot of the Democrats would say, "Well, yeah, what about Donald Trump?" Yeah, I mean, let's let's have a genuine debate where you 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 come up and 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 but the the moderators getting involved. Remember Candy Crowley getting involved in the Mitt Romney Obama debate. Remember Chris Wallace getting involved not allowing the whole china hunter biden deal to come up uh, we do not need moderators that lecture and and make themselves the center of the debate and and that's what a lot of these moderators do hey we got to take another time out stay with us more news and views coming up
0: Welcome in to News and Views with Tom Lamprecht. The stories you've heard and the ones you need to hear. And if they're not going to come to the border, I'm going to take the border to them in Washington D.C. It's nice. The state of Texas is helping them get to their final destination. Frank James has been charged in Brooklyn. What is happening, Harris? But Elon Musk, Twitter, he says he wants to buy it. The impact of Russia's war, countries across the world, rising food prices, high inflation. Your life, your values, your voice. This is News and Views with Tom Laprecht on Talk 96.3 and 103.7.
1: All right, welcome in. It is News and Views for a Thursday, Monday, Thursday. Happy Easter, everybody. By the way, just a uh, little point of uh, clarity. We are taking off Good Friday and Easter Monday. We'll be, uh, after today, we'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, Speaking of the Brooklyn subway shooter, Frank James He is being held, and uh, the prosecutors up in New York said, please, no bail, and it looks like that uh, request will be fulfilled. This guy's got a long rap rap sheet, and uh, again, I mentioned this yesterday. A lot of folks have brought up the fact that uh, Twitter and Facebook left him on even though he was uh, saying all kinds of vile things, threatening shooting people. Uh, The guy's just – I mean – now wait for it he'll he'll do the insanity plea and they'll probably put him in a mental ward and uh he'll probably uh he'll probably uh, well, let me put it this way if, if this guy was a white male <laughs> uh, he'd be under the jail it'll be interesting to see what happens to this guy but nonetheless they are uh saying no bail and it looks like that's what is going to happen President Joe Biden was at uh, North Carolina A&T State University in Greensboro earlier today, uh, lying to the American people, lying to the people of North Carolina. I mean, I'm sorry. It's the truth. Am I disrespecting the president? I'm trying to clarify exactly where he stands. Biden promoted legislation being considered, uh, considered by Congress that the Biden administration says will boost technological innovation and U.S. competitiveness against China. I mean, how how dare this guy bring up competing against China when he and his family have sold out America so his family could get rich, being paid off by the Chinese? I mean, it's it's uh, it's infuriating. Uh, the guy ought to be investigated. Well, fortunately, Hunter's being investigated. Hopefully, that will carry over to the big guy, Pop. Biden urged Congress to pass the legislation, separate versions of which have passed the U.S. House and the Senate, are being resolved by congressional conference committees. Uh, officials have said the legislation – this is out of the News and Observer, if it sounds like it's uh, puffing, um, uh, Joe. Officials have said the legislation will help the U.S. overcome the global shortage of microchips, blah, blah, blah. Biden said the U.S. economic growth, uh, strength, national security are both online. He said large companies are ready to invest in American workers. How about uh, the oil industry? I mean, that was our biggest money-making national industry probably, and yet uh, you've killed it, Joe. Uh, If Congress passes uh, technology and competition legislation, uh, we'll be in. Listen, uh, there is nothing this guy does for the economy that helps. I mean, he's still saying, you know, pass Build Back Better so we can get inflation under the under control. It's uh, programs like Build Back Better that is causing the inflation. From day one, Biden says he has operated from a principle made in America. Other presidents made similar promises, Biden said, but it's only been lip service. What a load of crap. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, listen, Trump actually passed all types of deregulation and tax changes that brought numerous companies back to America that had gone overseas. And what does Joe do? He reinstitutes the regulations, and he changes the tax code to punish companies. I I mean, Joe, uh, these guys think if they throw out a slogan like Made in America or Build Back Better, everybody's going to swoon and fall at Joe's feet. It ain't happening, Joe. The American people are a little too smart for that. By the way, um, you know, again, was it uh, Churchill? I, I, I always confuse this quote with somebody else. I think it was Churchill. You know, if you're 20 and you're not a liberal, you have no heart. If you're 50 and you're not a conservative, you have no brain. Even the young people are getting a Joe. Biden's approval rating, this is out of The Hill, a Gallup poll, Biden's approval rating among younger generation of American voters has declined, according to a new Gallup poll. The new poll found that Biden's approval rating among millennials and Generation Z respondents had dropped nearly 20 points since the beginning of his presidency. I mean, the guy hasn't only been, I mean, how long has he been in there? 13 months? 14 months? 39% of Generation Z respondents said they approve of the job Biden has done as president a 21-point decline from 60% of respondents who approved Biden's handling of the job when he first took office. 41% of millennial respondents said they approve of Biden's job as president, a 19-point decline from 60% of respondents who approved of his job as president uh, through the months of January and June of 2021, his first months in the White House. Um, What is surprising about this, though, is... I don't know if more younger people, more younger liberals have decided not to align themselves with the party of the old goats, but along party lines, this, this did surprise me a little bit. 30% of Generation Z respondents who identify as Democrats said they approve of Biden's job as president. 52% of independents approved. 18% of Republicans agreed. Uh, the, the independence number is what surprises me uh it's um interesting too that Gavin Newsom out in California and this all comes together this all dovetails together California proposes ban on sale of gas vehicles by 2035 that's only 13 years from now the rule would fulfill a 2020 executive order from Gavin Newsom California regulators unveiled a plan to ban the sale of new gas cars by 2035 today, the state's latest effort to combat greenhouse gas emissions. Now, where do they think the energy is going to come from, the electric energy is going to come from to charge these batteries? The plan from the California Air Resources Board called for 35% of new car sales in the state to be battery or hydrogen powered By 2026, according to CNBC, the board will vote on the proposal in August. Uh, Why not liquid uh, gas? I mean, they do that in in India. They've been doing that in India for the last 20 years. Uh, It works just fine. And we have plenty of natural gas we could use. The order, if enacted, would represent the realization of Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom's September 2020 executive order aiming to ban new gas and diesel vehicles by 2035. Pull away from the gas pumps, Newsom said. Let us no longer be victims of geopolitical dictators that manipulate global global supply chains and global markets. We don't have to worry about that, Gavin, if we had a president like Trump in there who was actually, had everything pumping along really nice. So much that we not only didn't have to depend on the despots and the terrorist nations, we were an exporter. I, these morons act like uh, that, that we don't know that <laughs> that our only option is to depend upon guys like putin sales of electric cars are rising in the state representing roughly eight percent of total sales in 2020 and more than 12 percent in 2021 according to cnbc yet as paul harvey used to say here's the rest of the story this is from a new york post article in late november of last year Hunter Biden's investment firm helped broker a 2016 deal that gave a Chinese state-backed company control of massive African mine rich in cobalt, a mineral essential for the production of electric car batteries. In 2016, an investment firm founded by Hunter Biden with several Chinese partners was cut into a complex $3.8 billion transaction that transferred 80% of Congo's a uh, Tenki Fujimurum mine from an American company to Beijing-backed China molybdenum. President Biden, Hunter Biden's father, was a sitting vice president when the deal was struck. The mine is one of the world's largest sources of cobalt, and the China's control of the mineral presents a critical vulnerability to the future of the U.S. domestic auto industry. Uh, industry Biden's White House reported in last June. A White House spokesperson said that Joe Biden has no knowledge of his son's involvement. Yeah, right. <laughs> what a liar. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I know people say, well, you got to respect the president. The guy's a liar. The guy's a crook. His family is raking in money and they're selling America down the river. I mean, Joe Biden's son, Hunter, needs to be thrown under the jail. They were willing to be bought off by the Chinese. They care about Biden's, the Biden family, and no one else. Pardon my bluntness, they don't give a damn about the United States and our freedoms, our liberty, and our economy. And Joe Biden has the chutzpah to go up to Greensboro and say, oh, you know, we need to pass my technology legislation so that we can be competing with China. You got to ask yourself, does he Does he want us to compete with China, China, um, and would we actually be competing with China? Because I'm convinced, just as Hunter Biden and the Chinese got this cobalt mine, they they're gonna they're gonna do everything for China because China has the Bidens on the payroll. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki is now blaming the rising cost inflation, aka inflation on a Republican governor who implemented a new policy to combat the expected surge in illegal immigration into the United States as a result of Saki's boss and his administration ending the use of a pandemic-era policy that made it easier to expel illegal aliens. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has ordered state troopers to conduct additional inspection of commercial trucks At the U.S.-Mexican border in response to the Biden administration ending the use of Title 42, which will officially end in May, federal law enforcement officials are now having to brace for dealing with up to 18,000 migrants per day on the U.S. southern border in response to the Biden administration's decision. Saki slammed Abbott's attempt to secure the Texas-Mexican border something that the Biden administration has largely failed to do as evidenced by the overwhelming surge of illegal immigration that has occurred under Biden, releasing a statement on Tuesday that blamed Abbott for rising prices across the United States. In that statement, Saki claimed Governor Abbott's unnecessary and redundant inspections of trucks, uh, Transiting ports of entry between Texas and Mexico are causing significant disruptions to the food and automobile supply chains. So it's not only his fault because of inflation, but it's now if there's a supply chain issue, it's the fault of uh, Greg Abbott. Delaying manufacturing, impacting jobs, and raising prices for families in Texas and across the country. Local businesses and trade associations are calling on Abbott to reverse his decision because trucks are facing lengthy delays, exceeding five hours at some border crossings, and commercial traffic has dropped as much as 60%. The continuous flow of uh, illegitimate trade and travel and CBP's ability to do its job should not be obstructed. Abbott's actions are impacting people's jobs and livelihoods for hardworking American families. Listen, uh, so basically it has nothing to do with Biden's asinine policies. I mean, I would liken it to, you, you remember all those stories about the thugs over in the West Coast going into all kinds of stores, especially like the Walgreens, they would go in with shopping carts and literally in broad daylight in front of employees, just taking armloads of stuff, putting it in the in the baskets of these uh, uh, shopping carts, and just walking out the front door, and not paying it. I mean, it's happening over and over and over again. Well, Saki's, uh, Saki's. Uh, I thought that this is Abbott's fault. It's like. Walgreens saying we've got to raise our prices because we're going to have to hire really hard-nosed security to keep these thugs from stealing. What would Saki say? Well, Saki would say, "See, inflation. This is this inflation is being caused by corporate America because they're charging more because they've got to hire security to keep from being robbed." I mean, it's that kind of asinine logic that she is using here—that this is Abbott's fault. Abbott is trying to secure his border because Joe Biden won't. By the way, speaking of which, 21 states are now suing the Biden administration under uh, Title 42. That rollback that's supposed to take place at the end of May. Frankly, the question ought to be, why is there only 21 states? More states across the country are suing the Biden administration over the decision to rescind title 42 public health, health order and again if you're not familiar with t- title 42 and a lot of people just talk about title 42 without explaining it very simply it's a cdc deal um the president uh, trump put it in effect i think it was in 2020 saying look no border crossings because of you're you're going to bring in this uh, covid virus and and again the hypocrisy yesterday the cdc comes out and says you got to keep got to keep the masks on when you're in the airplane but we're going to lift title 42 so all the illegals can just come waltzing across the border now 21 states are suing the case was originally brought by louisiana arizona and missouri but a new amended complaint filed thursday in the u.s district court in the western district of louisiana adds 18 more states as plaintiffs um a number of those states north carolina by the way is not in those states as you can imagine with uh Roy Cooper in uh, the governor's mansion and uh, Josh Stein in the attorney general's office. Uh, In addition to Florida, new states joining the lawsuit, Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Kansas, Kentucky, Mississippi, Montana, Nebraska, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Utah, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Uh, What's also interesting is they are getting complaints from Democrats uh, including uh, Cuellar from uh, Texas, including Joe Manchin from West Virginia, and others. So uh, this complaint uh, and this lawsuit is bipartisan. Now it's you know ninety nine percent of the folks that are suing are Republicans, but even there are Democrats that are saying, "Wait, this is this is nuts. This is crazy. What are you trying to do? You you are on." The wrong side. You are on the enemy side. You uh, and again, I think these morons think uh, you know the the way we will turn America into a socialist slash communist country is they think by bringing in millions of illegals and then handing them the, that's that's the next thing that's going to happen. You know when they give them all these perks. The next thing they'll say, well, look, these people are taxpayers. They ought to be able to vote, right? That's going to happen next. Don't hold your breath. Joe Biden. He hates America, but he loves the Bidens. He loves the money. Hey, we got to take a time out. Stay with us. Much more to come. News and views for a Thursday continues right after this.
0: back to the show that really makes you think he is a genius he's all-powerful he brought a kind of heat he could be the best just don't hurt yourself okay more news and views on talk 96.3 at 103.7 welcome
1: back in april the 14th 2022 157 years ago 1865, boy, that was a day in American history. This was the day that President Lincoln was shot and mortally wounded by John Wilkes Booth while attending the comedy Our American Cousin at Ford's Theater in Washington, D.C. Then 110 years ago in 1912, so that was 1865. In 1912, the Titanic went down on this day. 716 people survived. 1,517 died in the icy waters of the North Atlantic. So, uh, two bad tragedies on April the 14th. And, uh, of course, uh, tomorrow is Good Friday, where the death that was a good death because it uh, bought our salvation, the death of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Um, Take a look at your weather forecast for this Easter weekend Tonight, thunderstorms followed by occasional showers overnight, a low of 53. Tomorrow, sunshine with some clouds coming and going, a high of 73. Clear skies tomorrow night, a low of 48, a little cooler tomorrow night. Saturday, cloudy in the morning, then on and off rain showers during the afternoon. Some sunshine coming in and out as well. A high of 76 on Saturday, and then uh, Easter Sunday. 70 degrees with some uh, partly cloudy skies and some partly cloudy means partly sunny. So all in all, not a bad-looking Easter weekend. We're talking about uh, the border and uh, Joe's idiotic uh, decisions on Title 42. Not only does Joe Manchin want 42 to stay in place, and not only has Joe Manchin talked about the fact that we need border security, Now, Senator Maggie Hansen, a Democrat from New Hampshire senator, recently touted, uh, I'm sorry, toured two sections along the U.S.-Mexican border and has called for more security and uh, let's rebuild the wall. Joe, you're now you've already lost touch with reality, but your administration is totally out of touch with even members of your own party. How out of touch are the Democrats? The truth of the matter is, many of the Democrats are losing touch with reality. I mean, their cognitive abilities are going down in flames. Now, longtime Senator Dianne Feinstein, according to the New York Post, is showing clear signs of cognitive decline According to a new report, leaving her colleagues in Congress, scrambling for ways to persuade her to retire before her terms expired in 2024. By the way, she has said, well, she has filed to run for reelection in 2024. Could she have possibly have filed? She's filed paperwork with the Federal Elections Commission to run again in 2024. I'm surprised you can do it this far ahead of time. Um. It's bad. It's getting worse, one Democrat senator told the San Francisco Chronicle, which also reported that a member of the California congressional delegation who has known Feinstein for 15 years recently had to reintroduce themselves to her repeatedly over a discussion lasting several hours. So one discussion the last several hours and you're having to reintroduce yourself several times within that same discussion there are other stories out there that say the same thing, that people that meet Dianne Feinstein in the hall, people that they have known her for years, have to introduce themselves like they're introducing them for the first time. Two senators who spoke to the Chronicle told the outlet that while they believe Feinstein partially recognizes them, she may not be able to recall their name or home state. Several members of Congress defended Feinstein's ability to do her job with 82-year-old House Speaker Nancy Pelosi saying she has not noticed a decline in her fellow C- Californians' cognitive abilities. How would Nancy notice anything? I mean, she, she is two steps behind Feinstein. The only difference between she and Feinstein is Nancy's got a cocktail in her hand. It's not the first time Feinstein's mental accruity has come under scrutiny. In November of 2020, the Democrat participated in a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing with then-Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey. During her line of questioning, Feinstein repeated word for word an inquiry that Dorsey had already answered. So she asked Dorsey a question, and later in the hearing, she asked him the same exact question. One source claimed to the publication that Senate Majority Leader Chuckie the Clown Schumer has had several painful conversations with Feinstein about stepping, stepping aside only for her to soon forget the discussions had taken place. <laughs> you Listen, you don't have to worry about offending the woman because she's not going to remember any time you offend her. I, and listen, I laugh. It's sad. I mean, we have all known people that have gotten into this position. It's sad. But what you do is you don't stay as one of the leaders in the United States Senate. You don't occupy the White House. Others have said it. This is not original with me, but shame on family members. Benny has said it numerous times. Shame on family members that allow this to happen. During the Judiciary Committee hearings for Amy Coney Barrett, Feinstein bungled several questions Then praised Chairman Lindsey Graham for presiding over one of the best set of hearings that I have ever participated in. She got crap thrown at her from Democrats for saying that. Now, maybe, maybe she was sincere and knew what she was talking about. And she really thought Lindsey did a good job. But uh, chances are, you know, that's one of the things that happens when you you lose cognitive ability is uh, you lose your filter. And you bluntly speak the truth. I mean, we've all heard old people say something very blunt about, you know, oh, I don't like the way that person looks or the clothes they're wearing. Oh, how gaudy they are. And they'll say it right in front of the person. Well, Amy, Co- I mean, uh, during the Amy Coney Barrett hearings, Feinstein blew it and accidentally spoke the truth that she liked Lindsey Graham. Now, this is interesting. How old and crotchety are the Democrats? Think about this, the leadership of the Democrat Party that are currently in office, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Dianne Feinstein, Chuckles the Clown Schumer, Bernie Sanders, Patrick Leahy, James Clyburn, Steny Hoyer, eight. They are arguably the top eight leaders in the Democratic Party total cumulative years 645 (laughs) the average age 80 years six months now this is scary this is scary now and and you know the aocs are in there licking their chops thinking just give it a few more months a few more years and they'll be slipping on banana peels and uh, they'll be out of here 645 years, 80 years, six months. And what, I mean, you've got a couple of up-and-coming leaders that are younger. I mean, p- people say, well, Kamala Harris. <laughs> uh, come on. Uh, if, if she's your shining example of a young up-and-comer or AOC, uh, boy, y'all are in deep trouble. You are in deep tr- Is it any wonder That Gallup poll, the Generation Z and uh, millennials are looking at the Democrat Party and particularly Joe Biden and say, uh, no, thank you. No sale. Fox News is reporting the Republican National Committee unanimously voted to withdraw from the Commission on Presidential Debates. What took you so long? What took you so long? Rona McDaniel, who's been on this program before, three cheers for her. Listen, the RNC has gotten the shaft, the, the Republican presidential candidate has gotten the shaft for decades. The RNC clarified that it is not moving away from the presidential debate format, but rather it's objecting to the Commission on Presidential Debate's control over the process. I mean, they need to come up with just a whole new, a, a legitimate bipartisan body. I mean, people think that uh, well, that the, they brand themselves. It's the same. The, the League of Women Voters and the the uh, Commission on Presidential Debates. They act like we're nonpartisan. We have no dog in the fight. We just want a fair and open debate. What a load! What a load! I'll just leave it at that. What a load! <laughs> Debates are an important part of the democratic process and the RNC is committed to free and fair debates. McDaniel said in a statement, the commission on presidential debates is biased. Yeah. And has refused to enact simple and common sense reforms to help ensure fair debates, including hosting debates before voting begins and selecting moderators who have never worked for the candidates on the debate stage. Today, the RNC voted withdrawal from the biased, uh, Commission on Presidential Debates, and we're going to find newer, better debate platforms to ensure that future nominees are not forced to go through the biased um, uh, Commission on Presidential Debates in order to make their case to the American people, she added. The RNC went on to list a number of complaints with how the CPD, the Commission on Presidential Debates, handled previous elections such as not hosting the first debate in 2020 until 26 states had already begun early voting. The RNC also complained that the majority of the CPD's board members had publicly disparaged Donald Trump prior to the debates. Former President Trump's presidential campaign made many of the same complaints during the 2020 election. The Commission on Presidential Debates has yet to, re- yet to respond to the RNC. You know, the, the, listen, I, I'm all for debates, but these presidential debates are a joke. I mean, especially when they do the primary debates and they have everybody up on stage. But when you get to the general election, quite frankly, uh, a, a town hall that allows the candidates to come out and speak um, in, in a long format segment. I mean, allow them to speak for, you know, I'll, when you get to these presidential, if you're going to have both candidates on the stage, give them 10 minutes and give the other candidate five minutes. And turn off the mics. I mean, if if it's not your turn to speak, sit down, shut up, and turn off their mic. Now, I mean, a lot of the Democrats would say, well, yeah, what about Donald Trump? Yeah, I mean, let's let's have a genuine debate where you 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 come up and 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 but the, the moderators getting involved? Remember Candy Crowley getting involved in the Mitt Romney Obama debate? Remember Chris Wallace? getting involved, not allowing the whole China, Hunter Biden deal to come up. Uh, we do not need moderators that lecture and and make themselves the center of the debate. And and that's what a lot of these moderators do. Hey, we got to take another time out. Stay with us. More news and views coming up.